Right, so in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about um, how to not let people bother you, basically. <laughs> I think this is going to be a number one selling podcast. Um, right, so the thing is, the best thing you can do for yourself is to get smart. Even if you think you're not smart, you can get smart. Your brain is a muscle, right? So you need, the first thing you need to do is read, read a lot. Read a lot of different things, so don't become a master of one, you know. Um, read a lot of different things. So the history books, self-help books, self-development books, um, autobiographies. The reason why you want to do that is because you will learn words. Once you learn words, then you will be able to add language to behaviors. So when someone isn't educating themselves, they have a very limited word vocabulary, a very limited way of thinking. And then something will kick off that's outside of that remit and they'll be really stressed about it because they can't add words and they can't add, you know, consequence, meaning. They can't do any of this shit. They're sitting there going, oh, this person annoys me and I, you know, and I, don't, I don't know, but it's a really stressful situation because they can't put it into language. So the more you read, you know, you get smart. And what smart means is that you've become diversified in your way of thinking. So you can outsmart people, outmove people, you know more things. So when someone's being an absolute knob, you can sit there and be like, I don't like the way they blah, 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 blah. You know, and it's like, ooh, articulate. Ooh, they've added language to it. And then you can also highlight it to others. See, I'll give you an example. If someone's being a knob to you and then you're trying to tell someone, I don't like them, they're bullying me. And it's like, why? Well, I don't know, they just, you know, they just make me feel a certain way. But why? I don't know. They just um, doesn't make me feel nice. It sounds so like you're right there. You want to calm down? You know, it sounds juvenile, doesn't it? And, it? and it comes from an emotional place. When you have words, you can sit there and say, I don't like that person. They're a knob to me. And they're like, why? Because I don't like the way that they are um, being strategic. I feel like they're running just underneath the surface where you can't really see the evidence, but you can feel it. And I also don't like the way that they seem to be copying everything that I'm doing. So you're adding value, you're adding evidence, you're adding words, and other people can really download that and be like, ah, yeah, I really see it. So you have the power of influence when you have the power of words, right? Everyone loves a story. Humans by nature used to sit around the hearth and it was all about stories. That's how the Bible was created. People, you know, I mean, I mean, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John in the Middle East. So I can't get over that. I'm really sorry. I'm not anti-religion whatsoever. You know, I grew up as a Christian girl and I still pray. But I just can't believe Jesus had a couple of mates with English names, but never mind. But, you know, it, it's when you're so, so sorry, the the human humans by nature sit round and they love stories and tell stories you know and that's how we communicate so when you add words you become very high value so that's the first thing you want to do because then when someone irritates you or they're a dick or whatever you have access to words and you have access to a storyline and you have access to communication you now have the ability to communicate someone's behavior now I don't know if you've ever come across someone who's very emotionally driven they seem to be, uh, well, they can be quite highly manipulative um, and they like to push and pull people via emotions and making them feel a certain way. Now, 
those people are a little bit more tricky because it's how they're making you feel and how they are making other people feel rather than words. So you can't really dob them in. You know, you can't say, well, that person said that. But what you can do is, again, you can highlight their behaviors, behavior through words. So words are a really, really powerful tool to have. And the more that you have them, the better. Words can also segregate you. So, um, you know, sometimes people, when they want to be smart, they'll use these really huge words so that you can no longer join in the conversation. There's, um, I won't say his name because I don't want to be a complete bitch, but there's, um, you know, someone on the telly and it's a he and he uses very big words to win arguments. And I've always thought, what a dick, because you're not matching, you know, you're not reading the room. You're just trying to come across as a smart ass. So words can also be weaponized and used in a manipulative way. But honestly, if you've got good intentions and you've got a lot of words and you have the ability to articulate, then you'll get very far in life. I know. um, So I work in corporate, you know, and um, I work in recruitment area. So in-house more than agency. And um, I interview a lot of people and the most articulate people will always get through without a doubt, because they can articulate themselves, even if they're lacking some of the skills or some of the requirements. They have the ability to take me where they want want to take me. They have the ability to sit there and say, well, yeah, okay, well, I I don't know how to do that, but I'll definitely do this, and this is how I'm going to do it, and blah, 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 and this is how I want everyone to feel and everything. And they take me on this story, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're the best person ever, you know? So you can really lead people in which is really, really nice. Now, that's going to help you with very difficult people, especially emotionally driven people. Um, So emotionally driven people, they have more feelings than words. Um, And when they weaponize those emotions, it can be very childish, you know, hands on the hips, uh, stances, gaslighting, you know. And it's like those people, when you have a large vocabulary, it's easier to go against those people because you can shut them down quite easily with words, you know. Um, So words are really, really important. And the way that you learn words is, you know, you don't have to go above and beyond and read all these academic books and papers. Just read as much as you can. Different things, different different words. The, The good thing about having a diversified reading list is that, it exposes you to different words, different languages, different scenarios, you know. So in a conversation, it's really interesting. Like I was at work and I said, oh, God, this is like the Alamo. And straight away, someone else knew what I was on about. And it, and they were like, oh, you know about the Alamo? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like saying stuff, you know, and um, kind of adding that value to the conversation. So, you know, things like... Um, just knowing different things, tiny little different things makes you really diversified, makes you really interesting, you know. So it's a win-win. It really is. It really is. Um, yeah, and the when I talk to people who are struggling, I mean, thank God I can tune in. Because sometimes when people don't have the words, I can see their frustration, definitely on a reading. And they're like, you know, this person, blah, 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 and then this. And I, I can't put it into words. And I can't. And, I, and thankfully, I can sit there and tune in. But like, hang on a minute. Let me just <laughs> let me just tap in for you, you know. And then I'm like, right. So the majority of my work is actually highlighting the issue through words. And I'm like, is this what you mean? Blah, 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 blah. So 
for my work, it's really important that I have to read a lot so that I can get all the words for everything. And that's across all subjects. So, you know, things around abuse, things around mental health, things about cultures, things about just everything so that whatever client I have, I can relate to them and I can add words and dialect that they recognize but possibly didn't know. So for me to highlight issues and solve them for them and unpack things, it's really important. But honestly, it works in your everyday life. I couldn't give a shit if you went and got a children's book, you know, and started reading that because that will show you words that children relate to. And I also couldn't give a shit if you went and got a dummy's guide to programming because sometimes you don't have to read the whole book, but just a few pages, you'll be then exposed to words that you thought, oh, I didn't know about that. I didn't know that. Oh, okay, that's that then. That's a programming language. Oh, okay, cool. So, you know, you don't always have to read front to back. So many times I pick a book and I just, I don't know, about halfway through, I think, yeah, I got it now. I don't, I'm not relating to this book anymore and I'm not really vibing with it. And um, yeah, nah, nah. And then, you know, you could sit there and go, you know, oh, I've got ADHD. I haven't. I just, I'm not vibing with it anymore. I've obviously read what I need to read and then I'm going to put it down. So I move very quickly through books, you know. Um, so, yeah, I recommend that. Um, what else was I going to say? Yeah, because I've noticed with spiritual people as well, <laughs> you know my beef with the spiritual world. I tell you what my beef with the spiritual world is, is when it becomes too feely. So you get one side which seems to be right brain academic, you know, using their brain and using words and being strategic. You know, you get that kind of energy or you have to go the other way, which is spiritual and it's all feel and it's all thing. Now, the problem with that for me is that your feelings change throughout the day. So <laughs> I am not a fan of sitting there in the morning, hand on my heart going, how do I feel today? <laughs> Give a shit. And then, and then locking in going, well, I don't feel very good. Yeah, no shit, I haven't moved yet. Of course I won't feel good, you know. And I haven't really started doing anything or achieving anything, so of course I'm not going to feel good. So to lock into that, is um for me feels bizarre it, it's giving credence to the wrong thing see that fancy word then I learned that from the book and um so it's very very weird to be so feely so again when you add words to feelings and add words to your dialect and add words to your toolkit you can be you, you become more balanced because I've been to some of these spiritual things and um well, I just didn't relate. I was sitting there thinking, are you fucking serious? I had to sit in a circle and explain how I felt. And half the time I was thinking, I don't even know how I feel. I don't even know. You know, and I'm like, well, I feel a bit cold, I suppose. I don't know. And it, it, I just found it so weird to have, to be so feely. Like I, I saw people go, you know, like, oh, I feel a lot of shame today. And I, I thought, why? What have you done? You know, I'm too logical. Oh, and I feel very, I feel like people don't like me. And it's like, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> I don't think I like you either. You know, so you can be too feely 
And the problem with feels and being in your feels is those feels will change. So I'm in bed now with about three blankets on. I'm a bit nippy. Well, I feel cold and I feel a bit, you know, relaxed. And I feel a bit overwhelmed, actually, because I'm looking at the floor thinking, yeah, I need to sort this out, man. Because I came in late last night and I just dumped it all on the floor. I feel a bit overwhelmed, right? So I could sit here and go, oh, I feel so overwhelmed. I feel, I feel really overwhelmed. You know, does that mean that I've got to sit in this overwhelm now and just recognise and just be okay? I've got to be okay with feeling overwhelmed. Well, no, I don't have to feel okay with feeling overwhelmed. So I'll get up in a minute and I'll start clearing the floor to the point where I've actually got one and start sorting through things. And then guess what? Then I'll feel, oh, I, feel like, I feel like I've achieved a lot. I feel like I've achieved a lot. So the problem with being without words and into your feelings is that your feelings are unreliable. They're not necessarily true either. And it's just where you are emotionally. So if you don't add words, then you don't add expansion and you don't add logic. And then you will literally be sitting there going, I feel like this, I feel like this. And you will become dictated by your feelings. You know, when you don't have words, you remove the logic. And I've seen so many times, and again, it, it does tend to be with spiritual people. And I don't mean to like knock spiritual people, not all spiritual people, but it there's there's a breed, and it, we're cool. We're you know we're not vibing, so we're cool. And um, yeah, and I've been in groups, and they've gone, "Why are you so angry?" And I'm like, first of all, you don't give me emotions. I know what I'm feeling. You don't get to do that. And second of all, I ain't angry at all. But this BS here, right, is really weird. So by adding words, by adding logic, you actually can control your emotions a lot better and you become more emotionally regulated. What I've noticed is that people who don't focus on words and don't focus on logic and are not in that energy and they are too much in their feel energy, that's when their emotions dictate them and that's when it kind of spirals. And I've noticed that when they're too in their feels, that's when their day dictates to them. Their emotions dictate their day. They will sit there and be like, yeah, I'm still overwhelmed, so I'm not moving. And then about six hours later, yeah, I'm still overwhelmed, I'm not moving. And it's like, if you had the words and the logic, your brain will start to navigate, you know, a, a better programming system. So it's, it's like your brain, right, is a computer. And when you... When you, and I, I, a lot of people have said this actually, and I really think, think it's true. When you program a computer, you use languages. You know, you use a language software and you hack in these, this language. And then, you, and then it gets passed through to your user experience, to so the web page. Now imagine how shit that web page would be if you only had limited language. It would be a basic bitch for starters, and it would be clunky. And it would be like one of those old computers back in the 80s. Very limited language. Had to wait an hour for it to load, you know. But now we have way more languages that are being programmed in. So your user experience, which if you transfer it over to your day-to-day -day experience, becomes a lot more excitable. It becomes a lot more inclusive. It can becomes a lot more diversified, you know, and interesting, you know. So 
when you are too much in your feelings without the language, you're you're having a limited experience. All you're doing is feeling all the fucking time. Why do you want to do that? You know? So learn as many words as you can. Um, learn paragraphs. Learn sentences. Learn, you know, when to add impact when you're talking. Learn how to control the rhythm a bit. And you'll notice that your day-to-day experience is a lot better. You're more emotionally regulated. So you're not so up and down and unbalanced and irrational. When you're too much in your feelings, I'm sorry, but some of them people are like, I'm like, get a grip. (laughs) Seriously. You know, so you're, you're adding a much more broader experience. And then you have the absolute delightful ability to cherry pick. You're like, right, I feel like this. So I'm going to now do this. So you can navigate and use all those delicious words in your toolbox to say and cherry pick your day. You know, this is about being as skilled as you can and having exposure to as much as you can so that you have choices. You know, it's very similar to being culinary. (laughs) I had to be really careful with that word because I thought I'm going (laughs) to attempt this one. So I love words, but my mouth doesn't, you know, it's a constant struggle. And, um, you know, when you're into your, into your food, the, the more you know, the more you can say, oh, actually, I really fancy this. And, oh, I actually really fancy that. So it becomes a delicious relationship with your life and your experience. The more you know, the more you get exposed to. But you don't have to be a fucking genius at these things. There's a, uh, I don't know if it's in the Bible or something, but it says basically um, uh, a jack of all trades is a master of none. And they've stopped it there. And I can't remember for the life of me what the actual full phrase is. But if you Google it, it actually encourages you to be a jack of all trades rather than a, a master of one. And it ends up being something is a non. I can't remember it full. I mean, that's research for you. I should have just jumped on with the actual quote, but never mind. But, you know, having a range is just so good for you. Not like, not only physically, because you get to experience different things, emotionally as well, because you get to dictate how you feel and you get to be more in control. But mentally, you have the ability to outsmart someone who is making you feel like shit a relationship that doesn't serve you anymore. And then you also get to add words and dialogue to someone's behavior that, you know, you're, you were ignorant to before. And a classic example of this is when you grow. So you can be trapped in a relationship that doesn't serve you. And then all of a sudden you start to grow and develop and get a new job. They don't like it, obviously, because they like to keep you small you've been exposed to different things and different people and all of a sudden you look back and go, I can't believe I was in that relationship for so long. It was shit and it was so damaging because now you have the range, now you have the words, now you have the experience to say, whoa, hang on a minute. Before, ignorance was keeping you small, you know? So do yourself a favour, buy the most random shit on, uh, you know, go to a bookshop and just buy the most random shit and if the book is a bit boring and it's a bit overwhelming, just read a quarter of it and then give it to someone else. You know, if you want to say, yeah, I've read the whole thing. I'm a fucking genius. You know, who cares? You know, so only read what you need to read, but get a good idea of it. Get exposed to things. Sometimes if I'm just chilling, I'll go on the YouTube 
and I'll put in some random documentary that I normally wouldn't do just so that it's running on in the background because my brain will be picking it up, you know. And a good thing is putting meditation on in the background when you're working, just real low because your brain will cherry pick and then you'll notice. I do that with Marissa Peer. But I hope that helps. So just think about diversity, basically, because when you're against a toxic person, you can really start to stay in your intelligence. Um, I've had this before in the workplace, actually quite a few times, where you always get that knob in the workplace, don't you, that thinks that if they do everything, their teacher's pet, you know, and, you know, they think they're amazing. And, you know, the amount of fucking times I've heard someone go, Katie's not being very professional. And I think, well, first of all, I am, but you're obviously a little grass and you're just one of them, but that's fine. But because I've always stayed in my rationale and I've got words to use if I needed them, while that person goes, tells on me for some, some stupid reason, you know, like Katie this, Katie that, the language is very juvenile and very, you know, throwing me under the bus, basically. And then, you know, quite a few times I've said, Katie, can you come into my office? And I'm like, yeah, cool as a fucking cucumber, walks in, able to articulate, able to say, well, no, actually, this is blah, 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 blah. And it's, I've won the day. Because I'm like, I've highlighted their stupidity within five minutes because of the vocabulary that I have and the ability to ration, like be rational and the ability to stay grounded. So all this goes into your emotional toolkit. It's not about being manipulative or winning. It's just about fucking common sense, you know. But the more confident you are because you have all these different exposures and you can just throw things in and you're like, wow, you're telling the other person you're really intelligent and this is nonsense, absolute nonsense, you know. So whatever drama they tried to conjure up, you're sitting there going, well, this is stupid. You've already come in a cut above them, you know. So do yourself a favour, just get really random shit and start learning about it. You know, sometimes I go on the, um, go, go on the Google and I'll, um, I'll look at, you know, exhibitions and um, just random shit, random day out, you know. And I think, oh, let's go and have a look at here. Let's go have a look at there. It just, it, if life is a tapestry, just think how colourful and amazing and contextualised that tapestry would be if you just had exposure to lots of different little things, you know. So anyway, treat yourself and let me know how you get on. Love you.